This is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. Today we have a new guest, Miss Kathleen Edelman. She's the author of the workbook, I Said This, You Heard That. So Kathleen, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Thanks so much for having me, first of all. Um, my ministry comes from a place of people speaking kindly to each other. You know, I was told a long time ago that you find your passion in what breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. And I can remember being very little and watching people speak unkindly to each other. And I thought, even small, I thought, why do they, ha- why do they have to do that? Why, why do we not just speak more kindly So that led me into communication as my um, career. And then I came across some cassette tapes, which probably ages me a little bit. (laughs) But um, those cassette tapes were on temperament. Mm -hmm. And I listened to those tapes. And at that very moment, the spirit just moved me that I had to learn everything I possibly could know about temperaments and how they affected and bettered communication. That's my ministry, and that's changed my career for the last 30-plus years. So that's what I do. I teach temperaments. Actually, I teach communication through the framework of temperaments. But everything I do, Pamela, is from the verse Ephesians Mm 4.29, where Paul's right out of the gate, challenging us with our words. And he says, do not let any unwholesome words come out of your mouth. Only what builds others up according to their needs and benefit all who listen. Mm -hmm. So I also teach temperament through the framework of Ephesians 4.29. Okay. So in your workbook, basically, you talk about our natural wiring. And Mm -hmm. all these things that you've described in your workbook are basically based on God's design and all your characters come from the book of Genesis. So what is this natural wiring, basically? Well, what you have to know about the history of temperaments is it was studied originally 300. Actually, let me correct that. It was actually started 600 years before Jesus walked the earth. Mm And what was being studied by Hippocrates was how people naturally reacted in different situations. And they continuously fell into four categories. Then at about 60 AD, a physician named Galen named them sanguine, choleric, melancholy, and phlegmatic. Now we've been using those names for the last 2000 years. And where it stems from is that in scripture, God clearly states that he designed you with purpose. Mm -hmm. Like if we go back to Ephesians in chapter two, verse 10, he says, for we are God's handiwork created in Jesus Christ to do good works, which God prepared us in advance to do. So temperament is your perfect design by God in communication. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is about how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to others. Mm-hmm. Because 
he wants you to be the very best version of you, mm -hmm. the, the version that he designed you to be. But as we walk on this earth, we realize that we have choice when there's good and bad. But the only reason we know bad is because we know good or light because we know dark. So one thing when I'm teaching about communication and the temperaments, people will ask me, well, why didn't God just make us all in our strengths? Because mm. that way we would be doing his purpose because you find your purpose in the strengths of your temperament when you're living that out, mm. right? But we wouldn't know, Paul, our strengths if we didn't know our weaknesses. Mm. So for example, the choleric, which I put colors with the with the temperaments, which we'll probably address in a minute, but that that temperament would not know they're a dynamic leader worth following if they didn't know they had a tendency to be bossy. Mm -hmm. Or a blue or melancholic temperament wouldn't know their ability for empathy unless they knew they could be judgmental. Mm -hmm. So it's learning that you have a choice. You have a choice to be in your strengths or weaknesses, and you have a choice what words you let out of your mouth. Whether you're talking to yourself or others, every word you use is a word that you choose. So nobody's telling you what to say to yourself. Nobody's telling you what to say to other people. You're choosing that. Mm -hmm. And what God's hoping is that you're choosing that from the strengths of the design he gave you, mm -hmm. right? Your best authentic self. Because what we also know is the one thing that all the temperaments share is selfishness. <laughs> and what I'm trying to get people to do is move from selfishness to servitude. Mm. Because Jesus was the one and the only one that had the strengths of all four temperaments mm. all the time. I know that this this is common knowledge, but we don't often practice this in life. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. Um, mm -hmm. What are these colors when it comes to representing our personalities and the way we communicate with each other? Well, first of all, let's let's clarify for your listeners, too, that what I teach on and my ministry is about is temperament. Mm -hmm. Temperament and personalities are not the same. OK, so temperament is innate. It is unchangeable. It's your fingerprint mm -hmm. or your eye color. Personality, on the other hand, is always evolving. It's birth order, education, religion. It's constantly moving, mm -hmm. right? So we want to know how God innately wired us mm -hmm. so that we can make sure that we understand, hey, this is why, this is my core motive. I, this is, I really am coming from a place of, for myself, I happen to be a melancholic, which is a blue color. Mm -hmm. I'm very detailed, but I'm also very skeptical. You know, mm -hmm. I have a need to trust people before I let them in. Mm -hmm. Where the sanguine or the yellow temperament, they organically see the best in people first. Mm -hmm. So trust isn't necessarily the first thing they look at. So when you're looking at the temperaments, those are innate natural reactions. Mm -hmm. I would never just look at a situation and automatically trust it because that's just not how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. So the four temperaments that were, were named 
as I mentioned earlier, the sanguine, choleric, melancholy, and phlegmatic, I've matched those with colors because it's just easier to remember. So sanguine is yellow, choleric is red, melancholy is blue, and phlegmatic is green. What we know and what we want to build on is that each temperament has its own language. They speak from their own language and they hear from their own language. Mm -hmm. So for example, the yellow temperament speaks the language of people and fun. Mm -hmm. The red temperament speaks the language of power and control. The blue temperament speaks the language of perfection and order. And the green temperament speaks the language of calm and harmony. So these native and natural languages, if we would just listen to understand instead of listening to reply or respond, you would hear the person speak directly using the words of their temperament. And if we do that, then we can speak to them so they can hear us. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm a blue temperament. My husband of 36 years is green. Mm -hmm. When I speak, I speak from a blue temperament. He hears from a green temperament. Mm -hmm. He speaks from a green temperament. I hear from a blue temperament. Paula, that leaves a lot of gray area of miscommunication yeah. or possible. And what we know is most miscommunication is not intentional. Mm. It's just the exact you know, title of the book. I said this, you heard that. And that's where we get, hey, you didn't mean that, did you? Or, that's not what I meant. Or why did you say it like that? Mm. So what we have to understand then is those four temperaments, we have to understand the basics of them. The yellow and the red, extroverts. The mm. blue and the green, introverts. That does not mean they like to be around a lot of people or don't like to be around a lot of people. When you're talking about temperament and communication, the yellow and the red, they're outward processors. These people talk before they think. The blue and the green, inward processors. Mm -hmm. I think before I talk. Mm -hmm. So right out of the gate, boom, you can go, oh yeah, that's more of me or that's more of my husband or my child, right? Or my coworker. Yeah. Then you have task and people. The red and the blue temperaments are task driven. They want to get something accomplished. They want to do something. They have a goal where the yellow and the green have to connect with people. Mm -hmm. Who's going to be on the team? Are they going with us? How is that going to benefit the group? So again, right out of the gate, you can think, well, yeah, I much would rather connect with a person than do a task. Or, no, I really want to achieve something. People are really secondary to me almost, right? So there's this basic right there, communication, temperament. You could probably stop there and already start to identify mm. yourself and people around you. Mm. And you can already start to speak differently to them. Mm. There are some people who are innately shy and some people will just say their opinion, Right. There's some people who get things done and there's some people who would cancel because they want to have lunch with a friend. So these are what temperament drives. These are the motivations of temperament. So how does knowing a particular color or knowing what my temperament is help us know 
how God wants me to be. Okay, so when you do an assessment, so there's a lot of personality assessments out there. And the first problem that I come across with people is they'll say, well, I did your test. Well, Paula, it's not a test. It's an assessment. You you cannot fail it. And what it's giving us is a guide, just like Hippocrates did, of how you would naturally respond. So when you do the assessment, you have a dominant and secondary temperament. Like I said earlier, mine happens to be blue green, right? Okay. So how does that help me? First of all, that helps me to have grace for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not a overly sociable person. Mm-hmm. Society could tell me, and literally when I counsel families, they'll bring a blue child, the parents will, into my office and they'll go, well, she doesn't want to join a team and she always, she just wants to sit in her room and read a book. And we think she should be in a small group and she doesn't ever want to go to a party and we have to push her. Okay. Hmm. To me, that's a red flag. Hmm. We're not listening to the natural design of the child. And, and here's something really important that I talk about in the second book that I wrote is that children are the purest in their temperament until the world starts telling them differently. Mm -hmm. So as that parent is pushing that child to be social, then I meet the child. Mm -hmm. I say, bring her, bring her in. Let me, let me talk to her. What happens. And I'm not kidding you a hundred percent of the time is the child is lovely. Mm -hmm. And I have to have the parents come back in and go, you know, it's really not her. (laughs) It's you. And we have to really honor who God designed her to be and doing, you know, small groups or being in a crowded room or a loud room. It's just against her wiring. Mm. So that ability to be authentically yourself and learn to choose your strengths and manage your weaknesses, then that helps you do what's that third sentence in Ephesians 4.29 is, mm-hmm. you know, do not let any wholesome words out of your mouth. Yeah. Only build others up what? According to their needs. Mm-hmm. What separates me from personality assessments is the innate needs. Mm-hmm. And each color has their own set of innate needs. Mm-hmm. And you are trying to fill these needs from the moment you're born. And so as we become more aware mm-hmm. of what, why am I, why am I being so curious about this? Why is this situation making me uncomfortable mm-hmm. as a blue? It's probably because my first innate need is safety, mm-hmm. right? Or for a yellow, it could be one of their innate needs is approval. And that mm-hmm. means to be accepted for who they are without needing to change, mm-hmm. So they wear their heart on their sleeve and they want to be liked, right? Yeah. So it it gives us a guide and a map to be the best versions of us and understand what motivates us to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Once we know that, <laughs> this is what I've learned again in 30 years. Once we accept our temperament, then we become aware of it. Then we apply it. That third step is crucial to become fluent in the temperaments. Where you land is authenticity. And 
in my years, all the aha moments I've heard, I've seen marriages change overnight. I've seen parent-children relationships restored. I've seen businesses turn on a dime. When people will apply it and become authentic, then I hear the word freedom. They're free to be who God intended them to be. We stop looking side to side and comparing ourselves or getting in the rut of what the world tells us we should be. And we use our talents and our strengths to do really (laughs) what the gospel says, and that is to love another person better. Mm -hmm. Our our real job here is to spread the gospel, not to be the best banker or the best Mm -hmm. mom or dad. It's to empower our children and our grandchildren that once we leave, they continue to spread the gospel, not necessarily always through their words, Mm -hmm. but how they live their life. And if you can live your life in the strengths of your temperament, you will leave the person that's standing in front of you better. Mm -hmm. It's when you're talking about communication, people usually just talk to each other. Yeah. I try to get people to communicate, Mm -hmm. which is the exchange of thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. What our real goal is, is the art of communication. Mm -hmm. And that is that every word that comes out of your mouth is a gift to the Mm -hmm. person that you're speaking to. Because I think that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to use our words to build each other up and benefit all who listen and leave that person better. Well, I actually agree with uh, everything you say. And um, just as an aside, you know, my mom was a kindergarten teacher She until she retired. And uh, she always noticed, and she talked about this at home as well, that there were certain children who were, uh, you know, always sitting by their desk who didn't want to mix. And there were others who, who were boisterous. And the key was not making all of them sit down and do the same task, but to actually let each of them do whatever they were comfortable doing as long as they were happy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I agree, uh, even though she has no idea about temperaments, but uh, still, I think it's, it's it's a great observation that common people, the spirit leads us to these common understandings. So um, just as an example, and this is because um, the episode is all about communication as well. Mm-hmm. Give us an example of how you could use this concept to improve communication between, let's say, uh, a couple or, um, uh, you know, at home. Okay. Well, first of all, kudos to your mom. (laughs) I have a, a, just a soft spot in my heart for teachers and for nurses and doctors, because I think, you know, they give so much back to other people and are kind of, they don't get poured into a lot back into them. And um, so good for your mom for noticing that, even though she didn't know the temperaments, because how do you improve the communication? For example, I have two children. I have a yellow daughter and I have a blue son. Mm -hmm. So my yellow daughter is energetic. She's creative. She's joyful, but she can also be dramatic, you know, and over the top where my son is blue. He's logical, analytical. He's also creative and musical, but he can be moody Mm -hmm. and critical. So even as a mom, knowing these temperaments before they were born, was amazing because just like I had talked, mentioned just a minute ago, when my daughter spoke, she spoke yellow. My Mm -hmm. son heard blue. Mm -hmm. He spoke blue. She heard yellow. 
There's all that gray area in between. Mm -hmm. When you know the other person's temperament, you can then speak their language. Mm -hmm. So my son learned, he did not become yellow, but he learned to speak yellow to my daughter. Mm -hmm. Hence, they got rid of a lot of the gray area. All of a sudden she's going, yes, that's exactly what I would think. Right. Because mm-hmm. so he would, we would be driving in the van and my daughter would say, let's go to Target and just look through this toy aisle one more time. I just want to, you know, see some, you know, of the new dolls mm-hmm. while my son is reading a book. And she would look at him and go, uh, his name is Bryce. Bryce, if if you wouldn't mind going and looking at Target for just about 10 minutes then I will absolutely let you read me that book that you're reading when we get back, because I would really be interested in what it says. Mm -hmm. Do you see? They were able, even at a young age, to identify their temperament and then speak into another person. Mm -hmm. So that filled for Bryce sensitivity, support. He loved reading to his sister, (laughs) right? And so when he read to her, he would make it a little more animated, a little bit more creative, because that's how she was wired. Mm -hmm. Now, again, let me say, it's not about becoming the other temperament. Mm -hmm. It's about speaking their language. Mm -hmm. So what I would hope, again, that your listeners would do is understand that we have to learn three other languages and then apply them. Because what you're trying to do is love that other person better. So an improved marriage, it's giving them grace that they're wired differently than you. It's listening to understand. It's never, ever, ever using your temperament as a weapon or as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's just how I'm wired. That's just what I say. No, 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 no. It's about how can I love that person better? How can I speak so they can hear me, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, knowing the temperaments will change every single conversation that you have Mm -hmm. with another person, whether it's somebody in your family or even a stranger at the grocery store. Well, this has been great. So uh, do you have any last advice for people who have who are just coming to understand temperaments uh, like me and any uh, words of wisdom for them? First, I would say, honestly, that you have to realize who talks most to you during the day. Mm. And most people say, oh, my husband or my children, Paula, it's really yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. So our first step is, are you speaking kind words to yourself? Are you understanding your own innate needs and speaking out of the strengths of your temperament to fill what I called with my children, your love tank? Mm -hmm. Because one of the things you learn on this journey is you cannot give what you don't have. Mm -hmm. So it's extremely hard to give kind words and grace and acceptance when you're not doing that to yourself. So we first and foremost have to honor God because he doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. Your temperament is your design. It's not a defect. Mm -hmm. It's exactly how you're going to fulfill your purpose. And so really anchoring into that, 
having grace for yourself, having acceptance of people who are wired differently than you, and understanding that all of them are needed mm -hmm. to make us whole. So thank you so much for this, uh, Kathleen. This was really eye-opening and it was great having you on this episode. If people want to get in touch with you, uh, meet with you, invite you to their podcast or even to their schools or churches, mm -hmm. where can they find you? They can Google my name or they can Google, I said this, you heard that. They can go to colorworks.com. They can email my assistant, Ellen, at I said you heard.com. And all the information also is on the inside and in the back of all the books. Mm -hmm. I said this, you heard that. I said this, you heard that second edition. And then a grown up's guide to kids wiring. Mm -hmm. They're all available at Colorworks or on Amazon. And all of them have an assessment in them and they have contact information in them. Okay, great. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Kathleen. It was great having you here. You as well. Thanks for having me. And I hope our paths cross again sometime. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm.